Welcome to Toast in the Morning, your number one podcast for all things sports and more. Here are your hosts, Evan and Peter. Enjoy. How are we doing here today, Toast? I'm doing good. I'm glad to be back. How about you? It's almost my favorite time of year. Well, it is my favorite time of year, but almost my favorite event of the year. Really? Um, well, that it what is could that mock be? draft season in oh. almost the NFL draft, and I think that is when we tend to have our most fun. Yes, that's true. And I have a lot of my internal predictions, especially being like a fly on the wall and some of these like you know Twitter discussions. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. And WFAN. Yeah, you're not in the room, but you know, we we hear stuff via Twitter, via rumors. Well, do you want to kind of just jump right into the draft? Trying to blab around a little bit. Do you want to quickly just talk about the Super Bowl? Because that also did happen. And we got a little bit of time, but, I mean, if you want to say anything about it, you can go ahead. Yay, congrats to the Mahomes is the second-best quarterback of all time, I think is pretty much the biggest takeaway. Behind Marino. That's correct, yes. Bro, if he could have just won one, he would he, he could have cracked into the convo. It's honestly crazy when you think about this, but I'm not here to discuss that part. Like, Rodgers is above him. Oh, no, borderline. He, he's ugly. So, anyway. Um... <laughs> Like, Rodgers is, like, I put him, well, obviously, it's Brady, Montana, or Mahomes, and then, you know, alternate them at two and three. And then here, Four Rodgers, five. Marino. I can't put him top five because of the ring. I'm sorry. No. Who are going to put him over? How many MVPs did he have? One. Yeah, I'm going uh, Peyton. Yeah, that's an L take. But it's okay. It's okay to be wrong sometimes. Like, for example, I think you could say him and Favre had the similar problem. He did squeak out a Super Bowl, but ever since the Super Bowl, they had the similar – not Favre, my fault, Rodgers. You know, similar dry streak, but at the same time, Rodgers was cr- cranking out those MVPs. Right. But, no. And is probably the most efficient quarterback of all time. Sure, but no. The best touchdown-interception ratio and the best QBR. Sure, but, like – you know, he, he he's anti vax, so like he listens to dolphin boo, noises. He's anti vax. Drop Mr. Down, Pfizer. Mr. Pfizer. <laughs> well that's Travis is actually Mr. Yeah. Pfizer. I know. But that was a funny thing that happened. Wait. Oh, I was like at the audio waves, I was like, what the hell was that noise? But it was because we were both yelling at the same time. <laughs> I was like, what what was that monstrous spike in the middle of the recording? We were, we were talking about how Aaron Rodgers anti vax. Woo. But off but that point, point, Mahomes is top five. Yeah, that's fine. Is Terry in your top ten? No. Good. Thank you. Because no. I think I saw no. Mad Dogs. I think it was Mad Dog. Of Lewis course. Lewis. And he was like top ten. He had like Unitas. Of course, and yeah. Terry Bradshaw I mean, like if, four I mean, or five. If I had to pick one of those quarterbacks, it would probably be United. Or honestly, I'd take like Fran Tarkington over like Terry Bradshaw. We had Terry at like five or six, I think. Yeah, he's Terry had like how old is how old is Mad Dog? But in his sixties, it makes sense. Terry had like a four to like thirty interception radio. Yeah, touchdown interception interception ratio. It was like same thing with like Joe Namath. Yeah, you know? Joe Namath, I like. I genuinely think is the most overrated quarterback of all time. I 100% agree. 100% agree. He's lucky he has that Super Bowl. Like, people will always bring him up when we're talking about Eli with 500 quarterbacks all the time. I don't even think they're close comparably. Well, obviously it's easy to comp- Different. Well, let's, different let's separate errors, the errors, but... of course. But I think Eli was really weighed down with some her- historically bad offensive lines. Yeah. I mean, I think he has... I don't think a lot of people talk about this, but in that Super Bowl where Montana, uh, Montana, Namath won. Did I say Montana? My, yes. my, 
I meant Namath. I meant Namath. This guy thinks Montana's bottom five. Sorry, it's just facts. But uh, no, I meant Namath. And he won that Super Bowl. Giant Unitas didn't play. He was hurt. So, who knows? Who knows what could have happened? Who knows? Who knows what could have happened? But uh, also, but you, back to the Super Bowl. This is an interesting thought I just had now. Would you Chiefs? think that win-loss for quarterbacks is comparable to win-loss for pitchers? Yeah. 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 Where it's like, I, I had to think about like it you can mention it, but it can't be the conversation. You can't. Yeah. Honestly, like, I, I think it's. Like, that's something, something uh, people weird. always bring up with, like, Nolan. Like, oh, he had, like, not a very good win-loss. Like, okay. Also, he pitched for, like, 30 years. So, like, he his uh, numbers are. Gosh, yeah, he won a billion, had a billion wins, but also had a billion losses. So, or like prime Jacob Degrom, who had a billion non-wins. I think he was under five hundred, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, he, he was over five hundred. But point being, him being even near five hundred is ridiculous. I mean, I mean, he's he's well over five hundred. He's like. I'm saying all time talking about that that oh that one year I think it was like 26 uh, 17 he might have been like no no 2019 no, 20 I think it was 2018 no. I think it was 2018 or 2019. I think he won the I think he won the seven he might have been nine seven or it may have been seven and nine you might be right it was like nine seven seven and nine that's what I'm saying you're he right was close either barely above or barely blown right yeah. you're disrespecting me over here because you, I, I know I, ball. I, I did. You know, you know, you do not know ball. You don't the lack of ball knowledge from you. I don't like it. I don't like <sighs> it. But congrats to the Chiefs. Congrats. Blah blah blah. Super Bowl was eh. The halftime show was eh. That was disappointing. I want to now pivot into the draft because I'm kind of yeah. like congrats to the Chiefs. Woo, bored yeah, with the Super Bowl. Woo. Meh. On to the next year for the rest we, of we, us. Listen, like it, we took a little while to get this episode up. So sorry. Sorry if you didn't get the uh, detail. Life happens. Life does happen. Shit happens, all right? Point being, yeah. I'm going to skip a little bit. I'm just going to talk about the Giants for a second. Okay. I've been doing a lot of thinking about their sixth overall pick. Mm-hmm. I don't see a world where they don't pick a receiver at six. Okay. And the, Or maybe if Bowers falls to six. Okay. Depending who the receivers are. Okay. Uh, my favorite to pick, because I'm assuming Marv is going to be gone. Because, right, one is Chicago, two is uh, Arizona? No, no. Because there's three quarterbacks going off. Because three is, is New, New England, England three is New England. And then Washington. Washington, two, New England, three. Arizona might be f- four, yeah. and then Chargers, five, then Giants. Right. And then Chicago's at like also something seven like or that. something as well. The point being, I don't. If I'm, you know, Arizona and the Chargers, I think Bowers and Marv go right around there. Mm-hmm. If not, one of those three teams could surprise us and take Marvin Harrison, being especially yeah. Chicago. Yeah. If they go on the yeah. keep fields, they could keep Marv at one. Yeah. Which would. I well, I want to talk about that first overall pick in a second, but yeah. getting to pick six. I really want Roma Dunze, even over Neighbors. I'm not a big Neighbors guy for some reason. I don't know why. I'm not anti-Neighbors, but I really love Odunze. Yeah, Odunze, I think Odunze is really Like, good. I think he is, once again, I'm not mentioning Marvin's conversation because he is, like, just an absolute freak of nature. I, I, side note, there's, a lot of, there's, like, this weird discourse, like, of course, around this time. It's like, you know, Odunze might be, 
wide receiver one. I was like, all right, slow down again. Like, but, he's great. Yeah, he's he's a really good player. Would I pick him over Marv? No. no. But if you went five years from now and he was having a more productive career, depending on situation, I wouldn't be shocked. Sure. Sure. Because I love him that much. Point being, I think he's a true alpha receiver. His Obviously, what everyone's talking about, his uh, contested catchability is absolutely off the charge, best in the class. Insane hands, good route running, great size. I think it's just everything you want in your wide receiver one, obviously. And why I think he fits beautifully with the Giants is he can slide right into that wide receiver one role, put him across Hyatt, who's got the burner speed, and you have Wandale, who should take a step as like a true slot receiver. Who right. ever ever since that like CD interview has been getting a lot of clout. Like he's all of a sudden getting his flowers. Who? Um, I don't know if you saw CD did like a podcast. It might have been with Micah forget mm. but he was listing off his top five receivers and he said honorable mention like shout out to wandale robinson like he's a dog wow and everyone's like random wandale robinson attention wow that, wow that's interesting especially coming from a cowboy so that was cool yeah like i i love wandale great hands um but obviously as a slot receiver you obviously have a ceiling well i guess they when was, when was wandale drafted two years ago okay so he had sure the like season-ending mid- injuries rookie year. Right. Because so I'm trying to see, like, if, if their time overlapped in college. Because they're both SEC guys. No. No. No, they, they weren't SEC. No, CD was drafted 2020. 2020, and he went to Oklahoma, and that's Big 12. So, never mind. Yeah, I was just about to say. I was like, wait a second. For some reason, I, well, I thought it, Oklahoma was the SEC, but not yet. Uh, you know what might be a fun segment in a second we'll play? I want to play Weddle. Do a daily Weddle. What's the, what's that? You, you know I heard of Wordle? Yes. Both football players. Oh, I, I played that before, actually. I won't do that in a second. Besides Let's do that. Like, I like that. The one a couple of weeks ago I did was CD Lamb. So I actually did one like like a year or two ago. I remember it was like quarterbacks and stuff like that. And then I remember like the player, I was like, all right, first guess whatever, Tua. I was like, Florida, I was like whatever. It was like, all right, got the quarterback right. All right, a little taller. I was like, all right, AFC. I was like, all right. I, was, I threw in another guess. I was like, you know what? Derek Carr nailed his second attempt. Really? Yes, I have, I have photo evidence. Actually, I could show you. You were you were definitely excited. I was pumped. But point being, especially with Darren Waller going back to my Giants discourse, that I think he is obviously the most beautiful fit out of the receivers. Shout out to that white kid from Georgia, though. I think he is a steal at his value. Lad McConkey. Yeah, McConkey. Yeah, yeah. I, he I showed out the Senior Bowl, I believe it was. I think Southern, he's. Yeah. I, th- I think he's a stud. Um, I don't think he's a one, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think he's good. he gives me like, oh look at you, huh? Yeah, yeah see, April, I, on uh, on April eleventh, twenty twenty two. So huh. there you go. Oh, my point with Wandale though was obviously as a ceiling as a slot guy. I mean, I think he, I think his best comparison is like prime Cole Beasley. That's what he's gonna give me. I hope he's a little bit better than Cole Beasley, but well, I would hope. So, but I'm saying like Ahmad is like player archetype though, right? Right, um, if he, bro, if he gave me prime Cole Beasley, I'd be happy. Yeah, I expect more yeah. of him. Obviously, I think he's a little more dynamic. Yeah, but I mean, don't forget those like Dallas Cole Beasley years. He was like randomly like he would always make like big catches in the game. He'd get lit up. That's he's true. always holding on to the That's ball. True. He That's made true. plays. That's true. That's you true. can't sleep. Like the two guys that I'll always defend to this day had the most grit in this league: Cole Beasley and Danny <laughs> Woodhead. Danny they just played Woodhead. the game right. I will uh, shout to Rex, <laughs> I will Rex Burkhead. 
Yeah, there's a lot of those in the Patriots. Yeah. Got to think of another one for the Patriots. Well, obviously, there's the obvious, like Edelman and Wes Welker, Amendola. Was that? Hogan. Chris Hogan. Yeah, that's true. They had that one linebacker on the defensive side of the ball. No. Rob, Rob Ninkovich. Yeah. Rob yeah. Ninkovich. Same as Rob Ninkovich. Just like one of those system linebackers. They had a million oh, yeah. of those. I mean, the two I mean, they're head the coach for crying out loud. like system receivers and linebackers. Yeah. They look, always had a million plug-and-play yeah. linebackers. Yeah, that's true. Running backs. But, hey, look at their look at their head coach. Just the system uh, linebacker for crying out loud. So, there you go. But back but, to my draft discourse. Yeah, 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 Evan, mm-hmm. who is going first overall and what team is picking first overall? Whoa. Genuinely. This is like an actual... Is is Chicago picking at one? If they do, man, will they take their quarterback? You know, are you, there's a lot of options here. What what's going to happen at one on one is basically my question. That is so tough. I'm, oh, man, I, I'm I'm really conflicted because I switch every day. I'm conflicted because here's why. I want to be like they're going to trade out because. They're going to get more capital, blah, 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 and... Keep Fields. Exactly. But I could see them keeping it in the sense of this regime and this coaching staff are on their last legs. You know what I mean? So they want to go out and pick... Their guy. Their guy, I guess, again, whether it's Caleb or the go receiver and stuff like that. Um, I guess maybe it also depends what kind of return you can get on Fields. Right, right. Um, because at most, I mean, what's he gonna get? A two? Yeah. You know what's a funny thing that I thought about? Um, is the Chicago Bears have had this trend from the past three regimes, three four regimes. If you look at it, 2016, their coach was John Fox. They were terrible. They picked third, on, and, they trades, the and they traded. And they traded. <laughs> and they traded second, and they picked Mitch Trubisky in 2017. That was John Fox's last year before he got fired. That was that old regime yeah. right there. Matt Nagy comes in, forced to use the old coach's quarterback. Obviously, he Nagy uses him up, and then it's like, all right, we'll pick our guy after Fields. X amount of years. Picks Fields in 21. What happens? Plays that rest of the year 21. What happens? Nagy gone. 2022, Iberflus comes in, has two underwhelming years. He's on the hot seat. They might pick another quarterback, and what happens? They, they might go 4-13. What happens? The next guy comes in and, and uses not their guy. I think – I'm sorry, but I think that's a bit of a disaster in Chicago. That's why I don't think that's why they're doing a great job uh, the past – I mean, God knows how long. I think <sighs> it's – It's an interesting hypothetical. It's an interesting thing to I think, think about. I think the best move here – this is what I think is best case right now for Chicago – well, A, I'm going to go with keeping fields. I'm on, I'm on that side. I go back and forth because Caleb does have, like, generational archetype, if that's the right wordage. Like, don't get me wrong. He has a red flag. Well, first off, I would like to say Excuse that- me, Mr. Peter, can I please uh, yes. interject? Uh, when you bring up generational talent, and I've said this before on the podcast, I think the generational talent is overused. It's yes, over, not even overused. I think it's dead. In my yes. opinion, it's dead. There is no such thing as generational quarterback. Yes, but that's anymore. why I said archetype in the sense that he fits the modern mold for what you need to be an alpha of quarterback. Course, of course. He has the improvising. He has the combination of, you know, 
not being a running quarterback, but he can make plays with his legs and he can make special type throws. He's like that Mahomes sort of. Yes, that's what I mean. He's yeah. a generational archetype. That's right. why I try of to course, use that word. Of course, of course, of course. Um, I would first like to say though that the red flags people use of him, like you know, wearing dresses, and painting nails, I think is kind of stupid. It's stupid. That's, it's that's fu- got it's, it on. It's funny to make fun of him for that. It is funny. To, don't get me wrong. The jokes are hysterical, but people yes. are generally, that's like their draft now. It's like, oh, he paints his nails. I would never pick him number one. Right. Like, actually gets on my nerves a little bit. Right, right, right. This is like, yes. all right, come I on. Like, ha ha, but let's be serious. Then, then you realize, how old these are? Oh, they're 65. Okay, that makes sense. Why? The, and like 16-year-old boys. Besides them. Correct. They, does, they watch Andrew Tate. but like, He does have, sense. his red flags come in of like, at times he's, quote unquote trying to do too much where he's passing up the proper read in order for, you know, some maybe some bigger plays or trying to roll out of the pocket. Right. Um things that can be coached, but they're definitely concerns. Uh if you're holding the ball a little too long, could cause a lot of problems, especially when the edge rushers are bigger, better, faster, stronger. Point being said, he obviously has the most likelihood to succeed out of this quarterback class, which I think is a very shaky class. I know there's a lot of options but I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it now. J.J. McCarthy is a safer pick than people think. I think he has a lot lower of a floor than the rest of these quarterbacks, and I mean that seriously. I mean, he is safer, but he's. I think man, he's, he's not. Ins- I think exciting. he's an extremely moldable quarterback. He has obviously the frame, the arm strength. He has the pieces. And once again, this is not a guy that should be going. I I don't think he should go top five because I think top five is your tools, guys. Listen, but he's I, coachable and moldable, and I like him in a good system. Genuinely, listen, absolutely. If he's in the right system, I think he could thrive for sure, for sure. But for I, sure. I would take him over a Knicks any day of the week. I'm really conflicted with my stance on Knicks. I might even take him over Penix. Yeah, no. I, yeah, my, no. I, my, my, I need to watch a little more. No. I'd rather take the fly on Penix. He's a, a little bit more of a dynamic. He's a lefty, though. That's true. You did you did say before, he, Pete, this, if you're a lefty, cut under, that in, shit under, off. In 6-1 and under. Start start, lear, start learning how to write script on, in, in uh Like Kyler in Murray. Right. His dad made him learn how to use his right hand, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Or no, or is the other way? Is he a lefty quarterback? No. No, okay, that's what it was. I think his dad made him throw lefty for I mean, baseball something like that. there's I mean, a story there I mean I mean Tua is a righty but his dad made him throw lefty that might be what I'm thinking yeah. of his dad really ruined him uh, yeah, I guess so you're right he made he, he made people hate lefty so much but, but when you flip the footage you're like whoa this righty throws the ball really far you definitely saw that Penix clip which I saw I saw the, all the Tua clips I saw I've seen it all where they just I don't who's the best it. lefty of all time uh, Is Elway Steve, a lefty? No, no Steve Young. Steve Young. I'm thinking of. Steve Young. So I, for some Kellen reason, Moore. In my mind, I always mix Elway and Steve Young, but yeah. not like in terms of like how they play stuff like that. Just like I'll misuse the names. Right. right. Besides Steve the Young and two's probably Vic. Wow, that's a fall off. I mean, there's how many lefty quarterbacks that they've played, and. If I can't have another, it's not even a hot take. I just want to say Vic is way too overrated because of EA Sports. I, yeah, Vic was a fun player to watch, but I agree. dynamic is all. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I have cannon agree. of an arm. Mind yeah. you. you know who's also that too? Andrew Luck. I love no, Andrew. No, I, no, 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 no. You will not slander Andrew In, Luck. I, look, I'm saying this. I love Andrew Luck. 
to death. I think he was an amazing player and an amazing guy. But there are so many people out there that are like that are playing the uh, like the hypothesis, like the, uh, the hypothetical game, that are like he should be in the hall. Like he could have. He's been. not a it's hall like, of famer, but I think if he played a full career, he would have been. Oh yeah, absolutely. He, I might be. He's the last generational talent, mm. like the the last true generational quarterback that can actually elevate quarterbacks. So I think well, out of I college, mean, tr- Trevor saying that he was generational yeah. was an accurate assessment. Whether he think he's gonna pan or not, very different. Well, yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, he's I the bought, highest graded high school quarterback of all time. Right. Was dominant college. Him saying he was generational out of college is fair. Trevor Lawrence. Yes, I, 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 I was in. The, I was on that train as well. I was on the. He's a generational talent, but the jury's not out on him either. I don't care. What do you mean? On him, like people be like, oh, he wasn't worth it. This, that, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you had to pick him. You had to absolutely pick him. But he's. Been a bit underwhelming. I think sure. more from a turnover standpoint. He does throw the ball a lot. A lot. I mean, before he got hurt, he was slinging a little bit this year. He was. He was. Yeah. I truly think, man, like, Urban Meyer really fucked him over his first, like, what, half. That's half, what I'm right saying. Here. Like, if he takes another step forwards, we might I mean, like yeah. th- we might be here this time next year. Like, ah, with a bunch of people being like, ah, I was always a Trevor but, Lawrence but, truther. But, but, but the thing is, as well, once again, with these generational quarterbacks, like, there's no one, there's no one anymore in this in this generational. Cause I I think truly think honestly, a lot of these quarterbacks could be generational quarterbacks, but you need to get like the Bryce right Young coach. Was that generational. Bryce Young could have been like this generational talent if he had the right coaching. But I think from a generational talent standpoint, like. As a raw prospect, he was not generational per se. He didn't bring anything to the table other than like really above average accuracy. Well, yeah, but 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 what I'm saying is, I, I truly think anyone can be generational in this in this climate. But honestly, everyone could be a bust. Bust, 100. It's because I truly I truly think, uh, and I absolutely and I 100 agree with. Uh, I can't believe I'm agreeing with this man, but Tom Brady. I remember he was interviewed, I forgot how long ago, maybe like a month or two ago, talking about the uh, standard of coaching and the standard of like player development is just not what it used to be. Mm. I absolutely agree. I think the I think coaching and coaching and player development when it comes to developing young young players and being patient and giving them the right support is just it, it's oh, it's it's long now we're coming full circle that's what i was going on with about fields this was a tangent this whole last 10 minutes besides the point that's why i think they should keep fields um especially if you can hear me out move to three get new england to give you to take the one because then i think we go may uh caleb at one may at two to washington then you could pick marv at three and see what else you'll probably get. What next year's one? If you can get, probably, maybe this year's two. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But mostly you get next year's one. Besides the point, you have Marv now, and then if you could somehow pull off a trade to get like another weapon. Yeah. I mean, the, the position now. I mean, they need a like a true running back. Who? Ne- uh, Chicago. Well, I mean, they they a lot of things, but yes. Well, well, I need. And I need then the, now you start your running back hunting rounds two, three, four, five. I'll, I think they need another receiver as well, pair alongside DJ Moore. I am very much pro Marvin Harrison. No, who's the other receiver on Chicago? I drafted him in fantasy, but he really bottomed. Darnell out. Mooney. Darnell Mooney. I think Darnell Mooney is a sneaky 
uh waiver pickup not waiver pickup but what's the word not waiver I'm pro Darnell Mooney. I think he's misused in Chicago. You know, that's, you know, that's maybe like Tyler Boyd. But even, even well, that, Tyler that's Boyd less is because he's a wider three three. I just that's all less agree. Darnell Mooney. Oh man. Ah, ah, okay, yeah. but now what if you get McCockley, McCockley, and Marv to put with DJ DJ Moore. And that's the that's your big three receivers. I mean, sure, that's a lot more encouraging than just running it back with Darnell Mooney. No offense I mean, to Darnell Mooney, but who else was in that receiver core? Don't fucking know. Some guys. <laughs> Some guys. Was was it was it Byron Pringle? Was he on that? Was he in that? Room? No, he might. Was he still in Kansas? No, he's not in Kansas City anymore. He left. I think he signed with Chicago. He might have honestly. <laughs> oh my god but quickly, I just want to go back to my Andrew Luck point yes uh, <laughs> overrated doesn't mean I hate him alright I love Andrew Luck I love him I was I was hoping the Dolphins would suck so bad they would suck for Luck I love Andrew Luck but I think there's a bit of an over the same with Vic I love Michael Vic I love watching Michael Vic obviously instead of that span between like 2007 to like 2009 when he was out of the league that part, yeah, not not great right there. But regardless, like we we put him at too high of a standard of a level of a pedestal, you know, that we think they're like the goat. Yeah, where it's like put him down a little bit. Okay, put him down a little bit. But and please. I also will say, I'm not a huge neighbors guy. Not neighbors. I That's what I said. For not to mean neighbors. I meant the um Knicks. Daniels, Jaden Daniels. I'm not a big fan of him either. I think he is too heavy on the rushing game to the point where I mean, don't get me wrong, I love me a rushing quarterback, but I think he puts his body on the line to a, a point where it's very concerning, especially at his frame. He's not yeah. Josh Allen. Yeah. He's not a men- you know, he's not Cam Newton. Yeah. You don't have that build where you can be barreling into people. Right. And that concerns me. Well well, compared to Cam Newton, can he take on like three or four teenagers? In a fist fight? Yeah, oh God. that is crazy. A lot of mocks have the Giants taking him. I just don't. I don't see it. I just. I, I, I don't. Also, I don't value him as a passer. I don't think he's. he's I don't think he's a great, crazy, amazing passer. But ball, my point opinion. being, but. I don't see a world where the Giants don't have Daniel Jones as their day one starter and pick a receiver, uh, pick a quarterback in the first round. If he doesn't win the Heisman, he's not a first rounder. Jane Daniels, or the very least, mocked to go in the first round. Penix should have won the Heisman. That's that's my standpoint. I agree, but like they saw statistics, so very honestly, very boring pick right there. And also the the offensive coordinator for uh, LSU, Mike Denbrock, now the offensive coordinator for Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Anything you want to say before we fire out some Weddle? Yeah, um, I'm looking for like I said, like you said, I'm. I forgot how much I. Enjoy the off, like this part of the off season, because there's a lot of banter. It, it is a lot of yap, so much yap, more than anything else, because you can yap about what's going to happen at the pick, who yeah. could they trade the pick, yeah. what does the team yeah. need, where can they improve, exactly. who should they get. Although, then free agency yes. comes in. Although I do not miss the yap around Tua and like, are they going to trade or not? That was tiring. That was no, it's tiring. back. No, I think in my mental state, and I think honestly, the media has sort of died down. With that, oh, but, so you're telling me Cleveland's gonna trade the one for Tua, and then we're gonna get the Sean. Yep, 
Okay, there you go. Yes. Okay, what's your but, first guess on Weddle? Oh, but, sorry, uh, I just want to quickly wrap up. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to make some mocks and see what the Dolphins do. Amen. Amen. What's your first Weddle guess? I'll guess we're going to go player. Uh, let's go with, hmm. You know, let's go with DJ Moore. DJ. Oh, I put DJ Moore. Okay, he is a receiver. Oh, okay. And he's in the NFC. NFC. He's taller than six foot, older than 26. Mm. His number's higher than two. Oh, like a jersey number. Um. So we're going for ooh, a taller, I'm, older I'm, receiver. I'm going to go. Darren Waller. Well, he'd be a tight end, right? We'd be well, a tight yes. end. I was thinking Michael Tom Michael yeah, Mike Mike Evans? Evans. Mike Evans. Okay. In the NFC Bro, I clicked Mike Boone. <laughs> bro, but you know it's triggering. It's it is he's older than twenty eight. He's a in the NFC South. It might be Mike Evans. It was right. <laughs> so that counts as two guesses. Yeah, two I don't guesses. care. We got it. All right. Fuck you, Mike Boone. Mike Boone. Why would I Mike, Mike Boone? Boone? Come on. Honestly, you ruined the effect. He He's on the active roster. Who is this man? Is he the running back for the Vikings? I exited out. I don't know. He's in the NFC South. I don't know on what team, what he's NFC doing. South? I thought he was on the Vikings. That's how I knew. Like, that's how I knew it was definitely Mike Evans because I clicked Mike Boone. Mike, and it's it was green on NFC South. Mike fucking Boone, you ruined that. That's that's the title now. Mike Boone, Mike effing Boone. He is on the Panthers. Oh, great! Good There's a Weddle draft version. Ooh, that got it. Let's do that. Why not? Hold on, hold on. Well, first let me guess, Mike. Evans got it. One guess. Bingo. I'm a genius. All right. Mike Boone. <laughs> it's Draftle. That's what it is. Draftle. Yes. Instead of okay. Yeah, okay. Take a guess. Let's go. Uh, let's go with Mr. Uh, Caleb Williams. He wasn't drafted yet. What do you mean? This Draftle is the player. It's going to be what year they were drafted and such and such and such. He's not in the NFL yet, Caleb. Oh, Williams. so I could just pick a draft year. Wait, no, you, name a player. Okay. And it's gonna come up like he was drafted earlier or later, end position and such oh, such such. Huh. Uh, let's go, Bryce Young. Okay. He is in the NFC. Okay. Not a quarterback. Okay. Drafted less than twenty twenty three. Okay. And also, you can it shows college round and pick. Okay. What position? Not 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 a quarterback. quarterback. I'm I, I, for some reason I'm like you know what? Micah Parsons. Okay. Micah. Parsons. Imagine I got it right. That'd go crazy. How do you spell Micah? Well, it's not coming up. M I C A H. Yes. Micah. Not. Maybe it's only. Yeah, why would it not come up? Parsons. Work with me here. This is offensive players. There's no way. It, like you know when you search it up and it's just like yeah. nah. Like, nah, bro. Yeah, M-I-C-A-H. That's what I thought. Yeah. Let me try again. M-I-C-A-H. Parsons. Um, shall you go? Not letting me guess it, so think of another one. Um, Let's go. Okay, NFC. Okay, so the only thing we got right was NFC. Yep. Uh, let's go. 
Maybe it might be off because it's not like the the normal mode, so it might okay, be maybe. Okay. Um Fuck. Uh let's go. Why am I blanking on? Uh uh Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Okay. He's on Minnesota. Oh. In the NFC North. Okay. Drafted after 2020, so more recent. He was is he a receiver? He's not a first overall pick, so it's a higher. So he's later than the first round, later than the twenty second pick. Twenty second pick overall. Okay. What position? Not Don't receiver. Have not receiver. Um, who are like the running back? Later, what year was a lot? No, that doesn't even count. So he's in the. He's on Minnesota. Who did they pick as of late? Um, I think so. It means he's a second round. Well, pick. I was thinking of Jordan Addison. Well, Addison, but no, he's not a first round pick. Not first round pick. Um. Not a receiver. Um, like what are the running backs? So he's pick? picked either twenty twenty one or two. I think like I don't know if you're like Kellen Mond got picked, but he's probably not that egregious. I think it was a later pick than that. Well, Kellen Mond was like a fourth round pick. I don't know why I thought That's about. That's what I'm saying. Twenty. He's either twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two or two God. years. Oh fuck. Oh, I'm trying to think. Does this guy no ball or what? I, I guess I, I guess the lack of ball knowledge is insane. I'm trying to think like who do they like. Like running back, like when running backs like a tight end. They got tight end. No, because they had no, they, have they traded for Hawk. Irv Smith. Let's see. Oh no, there's no way Irv Smith. Irv Smith the Junior. Sure. No, he was drafted in 2019, oh, but he's not a tight end. Not a running back. This so is higher than the second round, pit, second overall pick. Second round pick, so that means he would be third or fourth. I don't know who the Jaron Hall. Let's go, Jaron Hall, quarterback. Oh, it's not letting me scroll further. But you have fifth round pick is correct. Less than he was picked in twenty twenty three though. Okay, so it was either twenty. He's, he's later in the fifth, so he's a fifth round pick from either twenty one or two. Oh, Minnesota. Oh God, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of their active roster. Like who would like, they have picked in the fifth round? Like running back, I guess. Right. I mean, it's not. It's not receiver. It's not tight I mean, end. Who's their current RB one? It's Madison. Mad- Madison. No, it's Madison. Is it? No. Because I thought Madison was already there before. Is it Madison? Check Madison. I thought Madison was drafted before. Alexander Madison. He's a running back. So but who, he's I, a 2019 pick in the third round. Who is it? You have three more guesses. So oh a running God. back picked in 2021 or 2022 in the fifth round. CJ Ham, no. <laughs> CJ Ham, no. <laughs> You got. If you could just think of what other running back is on the roster, it's gonna be him, bro. I. Oh, who, who took over this year? Because Madison got hurt. Someone did. I forgot whose name is. <laughs> My dad had him in fantasy. I forgot his name. What is his name? He had a breakout in fantasy. He had two like legit weeks. Why does Zach Charbonnet's name get my? No, it's not Zach Charbonnet. Yeah, it's because you picked him up. Yeah. No, not Zach. Oh, what's his name? Oh my god. 
God, stupid. <laughs> stupid, 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 stupid. God, what is his name? I know, th- I know this. I know, oh my God. His name is going to kill me. What's his name? Oh my God. Like, let's like give like a yellow, like what the school is. Maybe like, the, maybe the conference. We're not even close in school. We haven't gotten a single school right. Oh God. The only schools we've Wait, gotten is mm, Alabama, LSU, no. BYU, and oh, Boise. No. I was thinking of Josh Kelly, but he's on the Chargers. Well, I know there's no Notre Dame or uh, I'm gonna look I'm not gonna tell you, but I'm gonna look it up so I can remember. Okay. So I know there's no Notre Dame or Rutgers player. It's like an Alabama player? Texas? Now I'm just gonna look go through like each school and just like think. Who is it? You, you did you find it or not yet? Hold on. What is his freaking name? Oh, it's definitely this guy. No, God. I know this man. I know this. You do. Can you give me like a school? Or is that gonna ruin it? You know, I, I'll give you a school. I'll give you a school. Montgomery Bell Academy. What? <laughs> that's, that's what I said when I looked it up. No, it's not. That's his high school. It's got to be his high school. Oh, UNC. Yeah, relax. Wait, UNC? UNC running backs. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, my God. What's his name? Number 32. Oh, God. Not Javante Williams, obviously. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it to make sure I'm right. I'm right. God, man, I this is killing me. I think, man, I don't know. I thought, what's his? What is? Oh my! I'm trying to think. Of- so I'll give you all. I'll read you down the list. All the things by his name. Okay. Minnesota. Okay. Running back picked okay. in 2022 okay. with the 169th overall pick in the fifth round. Right. From UNC. What years again? 2022. Fantasy demon. I I think I, I think I might have to call it. I I forget his name. Ty Chandler. Right. Okay. I think I remember. I vaguely remember the name. I think he had like a what a breakout week or two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That you already out of fantasy by that point, so you weren't right. as tuned in. Yeah, yeah. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, uh, I, I remember the name. I, I don't feel it's as because my dad had Matt Madison in fantasy, so he was okay. big on the Ty okay. Chandler gotcha. school. I, I'm not as like meh as I thought I was gonna be. Yeah, I'm more like a meh. <laughs> like if I said like J.K. Osborne, you would have been like, Bruh. yeah, He's KJ, a receiver, KJ. That's what I said, KJ. I thought you said J.K. <laughs> Maybe I did. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding, Osborne. <laughs> it's like that time. Remember he? Uh, he I think he was what Dylan used to beat you in fantasy that one week where you guys were oh, close. Oh, which one? When you lost in fantasy? No, I don't remember. I don't recall. But give us a final word, Evan, as we close up this wonderful episode. Yeah, you know we had a a great season of NFL football. Uh, glad to be back. Gonna get back in the groove of things and. Uh, Stay tuned for more off-season content, uh, more mocks, as we love to do. Uh, baseball's right around the corner, and 
maybe we talk about some other stuff, you know, when the weather gets nicer, because, you know, there's so much we could talk about football before we just rip our eyeballs. <laughs> exactly. Know, so. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, so cool.